Hey guys, real quick, just a couple things I need to say before we get into the week nine fantasy preview here. We recorded this at about 6 p.m. Thursday night. It wouldn't you know it, man, right after we're finished recording, the news comes across the wire about Deshaun Watson torn ACL out for the year. Man. So as you were about to hear, looking pretty damn good right now. My One of my bold predictions for week nine, as you will see. Thanks for listening to The Flex. Head over to FantasySportsStudios.com, subscribe to the show, and keep submitting those mailbag questions at questions at FantasySportsStudios.com. Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. NFL Week 9, we've got the Fantasy Preview Show for you. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how are you doing, man? Doing okay, man. A little disappointed the Dodgers fell in Game 7, but uh, can't be more really upset with uh, Houston 1, what they've been through this year, and uh couple years ago they've lost lost 100 games in a row three years in a row something like that so a bunch of good young talent but uh Dodgers will make another run next year so maybe we'll get it next year I don't like to use the word epic for anything I think it's a word that's very overplayed but man that was an epic World Series man great games throughout throughout yeah good series good series congratulations on the Astros and uh let's knock out some uh previews for this week nine absolutely man we got we're in the month of November now Halloween is over we're at the midway point of the season we're going to get the re- get to the recap here in just a minute, but let's hit on some quick NFL news. NFL news. So Josh Gordon has been reinstated by the National Football League as of Wednesday. Jeff, is Jeff Gordon, excuse me, Josh Gordon rather, is he worth a flyer? For if we're talking about NASCAR, I'd take Jeff Gordon, but uh, <laughs> I had an opportunity to pick him up in some leagues, but I chose not to. He's on the exempt list still, so he can attend meetings and do some workouts. Can't really practice yet. He hasn't played in two years. The only way I would take a flyer is if you have no receiver depth. You know, I say best moving forward is a wide receiver four. Highest is wide receiver three. But we got to see him get on the field. We've got to see what kind of condition he's in. I know he looks in great shape, but that's still not football shape. But Le'Veon Bell trained all offseason. He didn't look good until week four, so... Yeah, I, I agree, know. man. I agree because for me, I, I took a flyer on the one league because I was kind of strapped at wide receiver. I had Martavis Bryant, who just really disappointed everybody this year. Yeah, I think you got Garcon and somebody else in that league too. Your receiver core is pretty weak. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um, so for that reason, I did take a flyer on Josh Gordon. Now he probably won't return until week 12, if at all. And yeah, it's just nothing but a lottery ticket at this point. It's just... It's kind of a wish and a prayer, man. But we've got some other NFL news to get into real quick as well. Ezekiel Elliott's appeal was denied, so he's going to be serving out that six-game suspension. And luckily, it happened now, and thank goodness, man, that the appeal was not, you know, this didn't go any further than it would have because at least at this point, you'll still get Zeke back for the playoffs if you own Zeke. But who's going to be heading that Dallas Cowboys backfield while he's away? I just want to... I didn't want to interrupt you while you were saying that, but I just want to touch base on the Josh Gordon thing. I sure. think he's worth a flyer if you lose a round 
you pick somebody up in a keeper. So if you have a roster spot and your team's doing okay and you could have a playoff push and you pick him up and you lose your last round pick, you'll be ahead of the curveball in case he does play well the next three weeks. You already have him. But okay, let's go to that. I think um, they did say Alfred Morris is going to be the starter right now. There's a reason McFadden hasn't been active, I think. I think they were because he's a kind of the same. He's obviously no players like Zeke, but I think he has the more quality play. So I think that's why he hasn't been active. I think I think eventually he might. I think they're going to give Morris the first shot. Let's say that. Then I think McFadden can come in. He'll probably play third downs and catch like that. But I think the most talented player there is probably Rod Smith. But I think McFadden produces the most points in these next six weeks you like that i you know i i guess i kind of do to an up to a point i mean i will say this alfred morris his yards when he was uh, still in washington have were, go- were going down each of the last three years as well as his yards per carry and darren mcfadden dude he's long in the tooth man he's been around for a long time he's got an injury history i'm putting my money on rod smith I think Rod Smith is the most explosive out of that backfield. He's already had a couple big plays, even while Zeke was playing in there. I just think he's the guy that's going to lead that backfield. I, I don't care if they're going to say that Alfred Morris is going to start this week. I'm still putting my money in Rod Smith, man. Kind of like how the whole thing unfolded when Ty Montgomery went down for the Packers and Alex Jones came in there and just kind of took that job. Now, obviously, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, I'm sorry. And... <laughs> I'll tell you who else today. has their money on Rod Smith is uh, which you know which cowboy player else has their money on Rod Smith? Who would that be? Jalen Smith, his brother, brother. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. How cool is that? Your brother is the running back, and then you're the linebacker. That's pretty cool. It is cool, although probably not so cool for Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, man, I'm having some trouble with some names today. When uh, he had two of his brothers at one point were teammates of his on the Patriots, and. It's got to be – I'm sure it's fun while it lasts, but then when, when your brother gets cut, I wonder how you feel about the GM after that. You know, it kind of take a little personal maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think Rod Smith's a different athlete than the younger Gronkowski brothers, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right, man. So let's hit on the uh, fantasy preview here, huh? Fantasy preview. All right, Jeff. Let's kick things off with the Broncos and Eagles. How about that, man? You go with that one, starting that one out? Yeah, let's go. Fire away. All right, man. Denver Broncos traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles are eight and a half point favorites in this one. And Trevor Simeon benched. In comes Brock Osweiler. Finally. Who, yeah, I know, right? Finally. Goodness, man. Simeon just garbage, dude. He's done. He'll, he'll, he will never play in the NFL again, I'm sure. And he was, you know, he, real quick, he was on a great roll there early on in the season. People were starting to pick him up, man. And yeah, that was a waste. Three weeks of fire. Now it's a fire sale. Well, now that Brock Osweiler, uh, man, my name's today, man, just killing me. All right, now that Brock Osweiler is taking over that job in Denver, how do you think he fares against Philly, and what do you think of the wide receivers there? It looks like Emmanuel Sanders is going to play. you got Demarius Thomas as well. I think that's a huge boost for Demarius Thomas. I do believe Osweiler does like C.J. Anderson a lot, so I think he will have a boost as well. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, Osweiler, even though he's terrible and I can't stand the lengthy bastard, but I, st- I think he's going to be an upgrade from Simeon, clearly. I yeah, think it's Sanders gonna... and Thomas, they played great in that, was it 2014 when they made that Super Bowl run when Osweiler filled in? They did good It was when uh, he was there. 2015. No? It doesn't make a difference. They did eh, good whatever. 
yeah, anyways. Yeah, I think it's going to definitely help Demarius Thomas, who's been a huge disappointment. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, it's going to help him a little bit too. I still don't think it's going to bump them up too much, but I think they're going to be clear, clear-cut wide receiver twos going forward, both of them. You feel uh, more comfortable playing them every week now that Osweiler's a Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I do believe if Lynch wasn't hurt and had more practice reps, he'd be the starter, but... I don't know. Lynch looks like a bust to me, man. I'm not sure he's ever going to see the field. We'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. So uh, I like that. I think CJ is going to start. I think he does a little better this week, too. Well, he actually did pretty good last week. He had, what, 15 rushes for 78 yards? That's over five yards of carry. He did Give well. the boy the ball. It's just, man, they're really deploying three backs there. You know, Devontae Booker didn't play. Jamal Charles, Charles fumbled. Booker looks good here and there. Just give, give go one guy. Get him in a rhythm. Just what, real, Anderson real quick, has proved that. It's a, it's a double-edged sword because you want to limit C.J. Anderson's touches because, you know, he's injury-prone, as we know. But then again, he's also one of those guys that needs a high volume of work to kind of get in that flow. So, man, it's, it's You gave him $4 million or $20 million over four years. Run him. Make him get his money. Yeah, right. And you have that running back depth for a reason in case injury happens. Yeah, let me let me just ask you real quick. Over under 12 fantasy points for either Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas and C.J. Anderson. Do you think any one of them go for 12? In all PPR? PPR leagues? PPR. I say all three do. All three? I think three? C.J. gets about 60, 70 in a TD. I think Sanders is going to get a handful of catches for about 70, 80 yards, and Demarius is probably around 100 with about seven, eight catches too. So right there, that's all over 12. I think two out of three are going over 12. I like Sanders to go for about 14 points this week. I like Demarius Thomas to go for about 16 points this week. And C.J. Anderson, I think it's going to struggle, man. I like him going under 12 points this week. I don't All think right. he's going to run against Philly. Let's jump on uh, Philly's side. Yeah, let's go to Philly, man. What do you think? How do you see this one coming out? Uh, well, I think Philly wins. Uh, oh, yeah. I do think uh, Ertz will be the number one tight end this week because obviously Denver showed they can't cover tight end this past week. As he is Kelsey every lit week. that ass up. Yep. So, but the receiving core, not big on them, but I do think Ertz finds end zone a couple times, has a nice stat line, and I do think Ajayi will play pretty well. I think he will take over that lead role. And the good thing for them is when they do a two-minute offense, they don't have to switch out their running back because Ajayi can catch. So I, I think, uh, I like Ajayi there. I think Blunt gets hit the worst on fantasy value. Obviously, Clement can be dropped and Smallwood can be dropped. They're saying that Blunt's the starter, which I don't buy. They're just saying that because... Yeah, he Blunt's might start. We've seen that before. The player yeah, starts. Jeremy Hill, right? Yeah, the Jeremy Hill start he's going to get. Jeremy Hill start every game. He ain't done crap, so... Yeah, and like we say, man, I agree with you both on Ertz and Ajayi because, first of all, Ajayi's going to want to prove himself. I'm sure he's got... A little bit of a fire lit under his ass there. And we we know that Denver's defense, you know, their two Achilles heels are the tight ends and the running backs. Listen, he can't. he's not going to be facing that stacked box, and he has a hell of a better quarterback situation and a better offensive line. Absolutely. Yeah, even like Carson Wentz as a top five quarterback this week against Denver in that secondary. Yeah, once Ertz gets like 150 yards receiving and two touchdowns. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah, good stat no line. Kidding. No kidding. Uh, anybody else you like in Philadelphia? Aguilar, Jeffrey, anybody? No, I still think those quarterbacks are no fly zone. They just the linebackers can't cover. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm not starting any of the wide receivers. Um, and it, give me a winner in this game, Jeff. What's the score? I know you like Philly as well as I do, but what do you think the score is going to be in this? Uh, twenty-four, seventeen, Philly. Yep. So you think uh, 
Denver is going to cover that eight and a half points, huh? Yeah. Yep, I agree, man. I got a seven-point differential as well. I'm going to take Philadelphia in this one, 27-20. Moving on to the Rams and the Giants. You got the Giants at home, who are three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the receiverless Giants wide receivers there. They're just uh, – and I guess Shepard's going to be back possibly here. But let's hit on the Rams first because Todd Gurley, man, just unbelievable. As we talked about yesterday, he's my he's – my, fantasy MVP as far as the running backs for the season. So how, who do you like from the Rams offense traveling cross-country to New York to play that Giants defense who's kind of Jekyll and Hyde too, man? They you know, they play great one week and like dog food the next, man. So who, who do you like from the Rams this week? From the Rams this week? Yeah. I actually like uh, Tyler Higby. I think he finds end zone because the Giants like to give tight ends touchdowns. People might think Everett, but Higby's had a lot more uh, targets. As well as, I do think Gurley has a good game, but I'm going to temper his expectations. I don't think he goes over 150 total yards this week. I think he's going to go for about 130, and I'll tell you why. Because I thought the same thing. I tempered my expectations with Melvin Gordon when the Chargers played the Giants, and Melvin Gordon had a day. And I know that Giants defensive line is pretty good. But it seems like they're better at pressuring the quarterback than they are at stopping the run. So give me a girly in this one. I don't like Jared Goff this week. And I do like Robert Woods as a wide receiver three in PPR this week. I think he'll get you to at least 10 points. He's the only uh, – I like Cooper Cup, the best receiver uh, this, this week. You know, Cooper Cup, man, he's a little inconsistent, a little streaky. But, man, he can, he can play, though. He can play. I like him this week. That's the best receiver I like, I think. I don't, I don't think – I guess I have Gurley over a total 100 yards with May, with a touchdown. That's about and all. I like the Giants' defense a lot this week, by the way. Top three defense for me. Nice. What about the Giants? Who you like on the Giants' side of the ball? Evan Ingram. That's it. PPR. Tight end. Top five guy this week. Other than that, I don't play anybody on their team. Yep. Nobody else worth talking about right now. Sterling Shepard, I guess you could take a dart throw if he does play. He's going to see a lot of coverage, though, man. I'm not putting any stock in Shepard. If right I had now. to pick a running back, I'm going to pick Orleans Darkwall. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing any of those running backs right now either. I think Eli's only going to get like 190 pass and maybe a TD or two, and that's all. Ingram's probably going to get over 100 receiving. I don't know. Eli, he worries me. <laughs> I think. I think 17 points for uh, Evan Ingram PPR this week. I could get behind that. Actually, I like Eli for over 200 yards. <laughs> Yeah, give me a uh, give me a prediction in this one, Jeff. I think the Giants win this thirteen, or I, they win seventeen to thirteen. Taking the, the Giants at home, yeah, nice. seventeen going thirteen. For the upset. I'm going to go with the Rams, and I'm going to go twenty four twenty. I think it's a four point game. I think the Rams do cover the three and a half. Moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the New Orleans Saints. Saints are favored by seven in this one. Jameis Winston still remains questionable. And even if Fitzpatrick comes in, we saw Fitzpatrick kind of light it up, you know, a few weeks ago. So no matter who the quarterback is. I feel more comfortable with Evans this week if Fitzpatrick was playing. Is that weird to say? No, it's not weird to say. That's actually where I was going. Like, no matter who the quarterback is, do you still like Evans and Bray or Howard or anybody else from that uh, – Bucks passing offense. Uh, I, th- I like Brait, and I, I, because uh, I do think Brait has a decent game. I think Evans has a better one of his better games this year. Um, 
I think they might con- try to control the ball a little more. If just Doug Martin can get the touches, man, he's 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 averaging over five yards of carry. He just does not get the touches. If you run the guy between 15, 18 times and get 70, 80, 90 yards, you got to give him the touches, man. He's proved it. He's he's the bell cow now that he's back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's playing over he 90% is. of the plays. Yep, I agree. I agree. And I believe this is Doug Martin's best week this week. You think this is his best week of the year? No. Or so far. Up to this point. Yes. Got you. Got you. Evans going to have a night. I think Evans go over, goes over 100 and a TD. I like him this week. Uh, yeah, it's about all. Just I think it's going to be Martin, Bright, and Evans kind of week. Okay. Don't be Sean surprised Jackson? if Howard gets a touchdown or and be wide open because how somehow they just make these plays where he's no one even guarded the guy. It's not like he's six five, two fifty. Yeah, I agree. What about uh, Deshaun Jackson this week? Any hope for him? No, I think those cornerbacks and safeties are playing really well for the Saints. I think they're gonna. I don't think he has a big day. Okay. Um, with Mike Evans, I think he's gonna get you. I think it's going to be a big game, man. I'm thinking 21 fantasy points in this one, regardless of who's throwing back there, quarterback. Yeah, I have think him for about 7 and 75 yards in a TD. Yeah, so you got him right around there. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think Winston is going to play this week. And as far as Doug Martin, I'm a little worried about Doug Martin, man. I don't know why they're not really using him efficiently. They're not they're – not, he's not – he is the bell cow running back, and he is getting the backfield the work out of the backfield. He looks fast too, don't and powerful, correct? Yes, he does. He looks very explosive. Yeah, strong. But man, they're just not. I don't know why they're not making him more of a focal point. I think they will this week. Yeah, how about the Saints side of the ball? You like Drew Brees this week? I think they're going to take some pressure off Winston if he does play, just to help him. Um, actually, my daily this week, I I did the Saints stack. I did uh Brees, Kamara, and Michael Thomas. Oh, nice. I like it. Uh, Mark Ingram. How do you think that backfield does? Mark Ingram or Elvin Kamara? Uh, this is obviously we do PP, pretty much talk about PPR for the mm-hmm. podcast. I'm going to go Kamara. Has over 20 points this week. I think he has close to 100 receiving, eight catches. And I think he's going to have about 35 yards rushing in a TD. Wow. Wow. I'm going to say he's going to have about 15 points this week. I like Mark Ingram to find the end zone in this one. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm worried about Ingram after those two fumbles last week. We'll have to wait and see how this plays out because Peyton does not like that. And he, yeah, he looked like, yeah, so we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, you know, you could have a great call on Kamara, actually, because, yeah, with, with Ingram and the fumbling things, that's kind of what's put him in the doghouse the last couple of years when you've seen Dante, uh, Dante Hightower, Tim Hightower come in. Man, my name's this week, man. What the hell? It's Anyways. okay. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Thomas was the number one receiver this week. Oh, that's bold, man. That's bold. Uh, what about Ted Ginn or Willie Sneed? Do you think any of them are worth playing this week? I'm going to go same as last week. Ted Ginn finishes more points than Willie Sneed. you got any challenge on that? Nope. Nope. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, give me a winner on this one. I'm actually going to take the Saints 34-24. to 24. Okay. Okay. High scoring game on this one, huh? I'm going to take the Saints. I like the 34. And give me the Bucks. To put up about twenty three, so yeah, thirty four twenty three. I think the Saints cover that neg- that minus seven. They're right by around me score wise. Yep. Moving on to the Bengals and the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Jaguars are favored by five points in this one. Let's start with the Bengals. Jeff, who do you like out of Cincinnati? Oh, man, 
AJ Green's the only guy I'm going to play. That's it. Yeah, tough matchup, man, facing that Jag secondary. You're asking me who I would like. I don't like anybody, but the only guy you're going to play is AJ Green. I didn't even play yeah. Tyler Croft. That team is so that Jacksonville's defense is so. Nice. Wait, is this is this an odd week? Week nine. <laughs> it's week nine. Yes. Yeah, so they're going to play good defense, man. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, AJ still, Green's the only guy I play. Yeah, you still got to play AJ Green regardless of the matchup. You know. Uh, I agree with you. I don't start anybody else. I don't start any of those running backs. Tyler Croft. I do think AJ Green finishes with more than. 11 points in PPR because last week he got what one catch for 19 yards in a TD or two catches. He's gonna have a better week than that, I think. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if AJ Green actually finds the end zone. I think he's gonna go somewhere for about you know four catches, 60 yards, and could get you a score, but I think he'll get you at least double digit fantasy points at, at the very least in PPR. What about the Jacksonville side of the ball, ball man? Lennon Fournette coming back this week. I like Jacksonville's defense, they had the two top ranked cornerbacks. At the moment. Oh, yeah. Let's go with uh, Fournette. How about this? Look at the running backs, what they did. Frank Gore ran for 80 yards. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack had over 15 fantasy points PPR. Mm-hmm. Boy, don't be surprised if Fournette puts up 30 in PPR. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. No, I like it a lot, man. I think. I'm going to hit him on my bold prediction later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Fournette's definitely going to be a top, top four running back at the worst this week, I believe. Uh, what about um, any of the wide receivers there worth playing? I think Marcus Lee is a wide receiver three this week. Yeah, I'm not I'm not playing any of the wide receivers this week. Cincinnati's de- secondary has still been – it's been inconsistent, but overall it's been pretty decent. And give me a winner, Jeff. Who you got in this one? I know you're taking Jacksonville. Give me the score. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Jacksonville 17 to 10. Oh, low scoring, man. Okay. I'm going to take Jacksonville as well, and I'm going to go 24-13. I think the difference is you probably got a defensive touchdown. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's the difference. I don't have Jacksonville with a defense touchdown this week. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, how about uh, Atlanta taking on the Carolina Panthers in Carolina, man? Let's start with the Falcons, and let's start with Matt Ryan. You think this is a get-right game for him, or is he just Let's just do it. This is the, one of my mini poll predictions. This is the highest-scoring game of the week. Highest scoring game of the week. Yeah. Damn, man. You got some bold ones to, uh, this week. Yeah. Um, what about Matt Ryan, though, man? You think, you think this is get right for him? Yeah, as weird as this sound, I think Matt, Ryan's at, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Freeman are going to be top eight at the position this week. I think this is the week they finally all get it together and have a decent game. Even though, Cam, even though I mean, uh, Carolina is a top 10 defense at the moment, I think. I think this week they actually uh, do some things. I think they went back to the drawing board. They got to figure some stuff out because. They they squeaked that out in the Jets, but long as weather looks good, they need a. I think this is a good week. I think actually Julio Jones outscores the new this week finally. Mm, yeah, I agree with you. I think this is a Falcons game. I think this is as poorly as they've played, man. There's been a lot of heat on Steve Sarke- Sarke- yeah, Steve Sarkeesian. There we go, man. Names of the. This has just been the worst damn day for name for names for me, man. Oh my goodness, but Steve Sarkeesian has kind of been on the hot seat there, getting a lot of bad press there in the local media in Atlanta. I think Atlanta comes out firing, man. I, I like Freeman in this game. I like Matt Ryan in this game. I like Julio Jones. And I even like Austin Hooper to keep it rolling, man. I like nice. Matt Ryan for over 20 points this week. I like Julio Jones over 20 points in PPR. I like Devontae Freeman over 18 points in PPR. 
I put Julio at around 30 this week in PPR. 30, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll get to him in a bowl prediction too. I think he's going to have eight or nine catches this week. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think this is a big game for him. And Over 100 and a TD right there, you're at 30. Yeah, and I think Austin Hooper is going to be a tight end one this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, you you want to challenge that one or are you good with that? Nah, I'm uh, Go ahead and challenge that. You're challenging that one? Yeah, Hooper's not a tight end one this week. Challenge flag. All right, man, I'll accept that. All right, so what about the Carolina side of the ball, man? You got the loss of Kelvin Benjamin now. Devin Funchess is the de facto number one. Still no Greg Olson. Curtis Samuels coming in, I suppose. He's a rookie. I love Funchess on uh, daily this week. He's at he's a low price, man. I think he's at what uh, 5300 this week. Devin Funchess 5400. What a great receiver uh-huh. to have as a receiver one on your team. I think Funchess has a nice game. Um, I think Cam Newton's obviously going to have a nice game. I think I think this is the week I might get right. McCaffrey's going to find the end zone again. So obviously McCaffrey's going to be a top. 12 PPR back he is every week just because he gets 8 or 10 catches for 16, 60 yards, 50 yards. So that automatically puts him in the range. If he finds end zone, he'll be a top 10 guy. So I do think Cam I do think Cam has a comeback game a lot better because if you look at his year, he's played bad two, had a medium game in a third game, killed it in two games, played bad two, medium game, killed it. So I think it's his game he's going to kill it. And I'm actually going to take the Panthers 44 to 40. Okay. I got a high-scoring game, I said. I got to go with something, yeah. right? Yeah, that's definitely high-scoring. Um, just circling back real quick to Funchess and McCaffrey. Uh, I think Carolina's going to struggle in this game. Now, Devin Funchess, man, he's going to see as many targets as, as DeAndre Hopkins de- does in Houston because, man, who are they going to throw to? Seriously. And they're not going to trust a rookie there. Dixon and Samuel? Samuel? No, no. Funchess, I don't like him as a player. I don't think he's very good, but... De facto number one, he's going to get peppered with targets. But a guy that I do like a lot going forward now, and I wasn't a McCaffrey guy, but I like Christian McCaffrey rest of the season, man, because, yeah, those eight to ten catches that he's been getting those games, man, I, could, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like 12 catches a game now. I mean, he's really going to take a, a step up. and I think he's going to be lined up in the flex a little more often now. Yeah. Not the flex, the Not slot. Not the flex, in the <laughs> slot, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll be lined up in my flex if I own him, that's for sure. Yeah. Cam Newton, though, man, I think he struggles in this one overall. And I think he's going to finish outside the top 10 this week among fantasy quarterbacks. And I'm waiting for you to challenge me on this one. Oh, yeah, he finishes top 10. Challenge flag. Accepted, man. Give me the Falcons in this one. 34-20. Moving on to the Colts and the Texans. And the Texans are favored by 13, man. The Colts still getting no love. Ten and a half point underdogs last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. They lost by one, 24-23. Let's start with the Colts side of the ball. Let's start with the quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, man. Over, under, 18 points for Jacoby Brissett. I'm going to say over. I agree. I agree. What about the running game, Frank Gore, Marlon Mack, or neither? I think they're going to get played a lot both. So... Who do you like better out of the two? I'm going to have to go with uh, – I put them both up between 12 and 15 points this week in PPR. I'm surprised that uh, you got Frank Gore going because didn't you just drop him in one of the leagues? Yeah, I didn't need him no more. Yeah, true. I got McCaffrey Bell and uh, Kamara. Yeah, I, I like Marlon Mack better in this one. I think he's just taking more reps away, man. He's going to continue to do so. And what about T.Y. Hilton? 
Five, wide receiver no, one, two, three. Yeah, he was on the trading block. No one traded for him. He's probably pissed. Maybe he <laughs> could have a revenge lighted up game just because he didn't get traded. Just to show everybody what he missed, but I can't. Thirteen I can't. million reasons why. Yeah, I can't. For him. I can't play him no more. It's hard. I, 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 but seriously, I did not know that T.Y. Hilton makes thirteen million a year. That's yeah, he got paid. Yeah, he did. I don't. I can't. I don't trust him. It's I like T.Y. Hilton him. this week. I think it's a wide receiver one this week. Yeah, we liked him last week too. Yeah, we did. But he I think this is the week. Yards. Yeah, what about the Houston Texans side of the ball, man? You got uh, Deshaun Watson over under. He does play pretty good against the Texans. Yeah, when he has a Andrew Luck back there throwing the ball to him. What about Deshaun Watson for the Texans this week? Quarterback, uh, top five quarterback? No. I agree. What do you got him? How many points you got going for Watson? Watson, I'm going to take him down this week to 25 points. Okay. 24. I think Hopkins has a nice day. This is the week Will Fuller does not find the end zone. You want to challenge that? Yes, I do, actually. I, I want to I agree with you, man, but... Challenge flag. I accept that challenge, man. I just... I think he's going to keep it going, at least for this week. But going forward, it's going to stop at some point. What about DeAndre Hopkins, man? Top three wide receiver? DeAndre Hopkins this week, yes. He Over under top three receiver because you got Brown on a bye. You got Green against the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm gonna put him I'll put him third third best this week. Over under 120 yards and a touchdown for DeAndre Hopkins. Under. hundred yards, but he gets a touchdown. Over under ten catches. Under he gets eight. Okay. I like him going for nine catches. 120 yards and a touchdown. That's why I was asking those I'll numbers. I'll take that. You're going to challenge yeah. that one now? No, no, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that if that's the true fact because it gotcha. sounds like you you lining me up to spank you. He fins up. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, got that matchup going this week. And what about Lamar Miller, man? We know Deontay Foreman is no longer a factor in that backfield, so you give me a stat line for Miller. Lamar Miller gets over 80 rushing yards. Over 60 receiving yards and a TD. Okay. I could see. Yeah, no, I agree with you, actually, across the board on that. I like it. Now, Will Fuller, you say he's not getting the end zone. Is he a wide receiver two or wide receiver three this week, or is he not startable this week without that touchdown? I think you have to start him just because of what he's done in the four games he's played this year, whatever five, four or five games he's played. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he gets six catches for 60 yards, 80 yards. That's about all. I guess as a wide receiver, too. I'm going to say he gets three catches, and one of those catches is a touchdown. I think three catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown, man. Dude, just a burner. He's like Deshaun Jackson back in the day. Dude, way better than Deshaun Jackson. He, can, he, he runs better routes, and he just finds his way behind them every game. There was a stretch there, though, man, from like 2008 to 2011, I want to say, where Deshaun Jackson was pretty damn good. Yeah, because he was the punt return. He was returning kicks, too, so that helped him a lot in fantasy value. Yeah. All right, how about the Ravens and the Titans? In Tennessee, Tennessee's favored by three and a half points. Ravens, man, up and down. They got beat by more than 40 points against Jacksonville, and they beat Miami by more than 40 points last week. So what, which team shows up this week, man? What do you think? 
Who do you think shows up this week? I'll let you go first on this one. All right. I think I think it's going to be the bad Ravens, man. I think so. I think the Ravens are going to get spanked, to be honest. And not and Tennessee's been a disappointment too this year. But man, that Ravens team is just so inconsistent. I don't like. You, you know, I will say this. The one person I will start. There's two people I would start from Baltimore's offense this week, which I never really say. And Alex Collins is a guy I start. And if Jeremy Macklin plays, he's questionable at the moment. I like Jeremy Macklin in this game. But Flacco, no. I don't think I don't think Buck Allen's gonna get much run in this one. What about you, Jeff? Who do you like in Baltimore? Alex Collins is the only guy I start. I do start the Ravens defense because I just think CJ Mosley's playing at a different level right now. And yeah, um is. as well as yeah, that's about it. Alex Collins. I'm not on the Macklin train yet. I know Flacco's supposed to play too, so I'm not on that. Well, let's ask, let me ask you about this this guy here, man, because this guy has pissed me off more than probably anybody else in the league this year. Marcus Mariota, over under 20 points this week. I'm going to go under. I, yeah. think he, I think he throws for about 200, a little bit over 200, has about 40 rushing yards, but has he, he has a turn, turnover or two. Corey Davis expected to return this week. Worth the flyer? Worth starting this week? Yeah, definitely yeah, worth the flyer because when he was peppered with targets, when he there, the first the game he played was like six for sixty nine before he, his hamstring flared up or whatever yeah, it was. Six for sixty nine. Yep. Yep. Oh, is that what it was? Six for seventy. Okay. No, six I for would... sixty nine. You were right. Oh, nice. I would definitely have him. I took a flyer in a couple of leagues on him. I would definitely mm-hmm. nice nice addition because I think he's going to move. He just he's just such a. He's more talented than Decker than uh, Rashard Matthews, so there's no reason why he wouldn't move there, especially with Dylan Laney Walker. Probably not going to play, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Who do you like better, Murray or Henry this week? You got to go with Murray. Henry's really disappointed lately. Yeah, they almost traded him. That would have been a nice trade if they would have traded Murray because I have Henry in a couple leagues. I yeah. traded him in a couple leagues too. So uh, I'll tell you, Tennessee side of the ball, man, the only one I really – man, I guess DeMarco Murray I'd play if I owned him. Wouldn't feel good about it just because the whole Tennessee Titans offense is kind of a mess. Corey Davis, I would take a flyer on if I needed a uh, boom, a boom wide receiver. But that's it. That's it, man. Give me a give me a score in this one. Hey, I got a I got a good question for you. Just just a base Shoot. to see where you have Murray. You said you like Ty. So do you play Demarco Murray, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, Kamara, Ty Hilton, Kamara, Kenyon Drake, in a standard league. Camara, I should say. Camara. You, you play Camara in standard. This is all standard yep. we're talking. Yep. I do. Okay. Cool. Oh, did you say T.Y. Hilton in there? Yeah. Ooh. Camara. Heard. All right. Well, who, who would you pick out of the group? I don't know. I'm going with Kenyon Drake and uh, DeMarco Murray against you. <laughs> oh, is this your lineup? Because <laughs> <laughs> I already have okay. one as my one running back. I was wondering oh, where you were getting these names from. <laughs> like, you just pulling these Hopkins out of the air Green. I'm sitting T.Y. I got you. I got you. only reason I have a team stacked like that is because I had some good waiver ads. and tra- I did a couple trades. Oh, never mind. I got Fournette. I just traded for Fournette. So I got Fournette and Hunt, and I think I'm going with Drake. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll get no, I don't got that. Drake in that league. Norm does. I'm going with Murray. Final score on this. Mm-hmm. This is the surprise game of the week. I think the Colts going to win. Not giving a score. I'm just saying they're going to win. But let me touch base. We didn't give a, we didn't give a prediction on the last game. Uh, which one? The Colts and Texans? Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why I do prediction. The, the oh, my Colts. bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Recap that one. 
That's what I'm saying. The Colts, that, that's why I said that's why I wanted to touch base on that. The, the prediction of the week is the Colts going to get the upset against Houston. Because we okay. didn't get a prediction on that. You want to throw a prediction on that? I didn't want to give a score. That's why I said that. Yeah. I know I jumped off the board. Yeah, I'll give a score on that one, man. Um, I don't think the Colts win, but I do think it's going to be a very close game. I think that 13, man, they're just really hammering the Colts on that point spread. I'm going to, I'm going to say the Texans win this one 30 to 24. Okay, so now I'll give a prediction for the Ravens-Titans game. I think the Ravens win this 17 to 10. Okay, okay. I'm going to take, I'm going to flip that actually. I'm going to say Tennessee wins uh, 17 to 10. I'll, I'll go with that one. Okay, sounds good. All right, man. Cardinals and 49ers battle out there on the West Coast in San Francisco. <laughs> Batter dumpster dumps. I know, right? Garoppolo, most likely not going to play this week. Only I mean, player I play in this game is. Carlos Hyde. I play two players in this game, and that's – I don't think Pierre Garçon's going to – well, he might play. Actually, he's still questionable, but they, he has been practicing. So I would play two guys, though. I would play Carlos Hyde for the Niners, and I would play Adrian Peterson for the Cardinals. I think with Drew Stanton back there, they're going to feed Peterson like 30 times. Yeah, they're also going to stack the box with nine people. Yeah, but how good is San Fran's defensive line really? If you put eight or nine people in the box, this we'll is gonna see. be it. This is gonna be such an ugly game to watch, man. You look at watch this game be like a watch this game be like a thirty to twenty seven game because my final prediction is like nine to three. Dude, the way the NFL has been this year, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it could be like a forty eight to forty two type of friggin' game, man, that nobody sees coming. How you like this? I'm picking this game score to be nine to three with a high touchdown. That just lets you know that there's an extra point to be missed. Well, that happens a lot, especially with Stephen Kostowski lately, man. Oh my goodness. Um, Carlos Hyde over under 80 rushing over 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 under 130 yards total for Carlos Hyde how about this I'll, how about this let me renege here I like over 130 total yards 100 yards rushing I don't know over 130 total yards I think he has about 6 to 8 catches how many touchdowns any any one one okay Oh, you did mention that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not buying Hyde right now. I mean, he's really struggled. He's really struggled lately. They're kind of moving away from him, it seems like. But they're not really going to Breida that much either. I mean, Breida did get more play last week. I'm going to say Carlos Hyde is going to be an RB2 this week. I think he's going to go for about 60 on the ground. I'm going to say about 30 through the air. And I think he does find the end zone. I think that'll kind of save the day for you. But So I think he's going to get 17 points. But, man, I think Adrian Peterson, I think he's going to go over 100 in this game. I think he's going to find the end zone. And I'm going to take the challenge flag on AP. Yeah. Okay, man. What you got? For challenge AP? flag. AP goes for no touchdowns, 52 rushing. All right. So, I got him going for a little over 100. You want to meet in the middle, say 75 and a touchdown? No. What do you mean? He's not going to get 75 yards. Oh, I know. I know you don't think that. So do you want to meet there? If he has over 75 yards and a touchdown, I win that bet. If he has under, you win that bet. How about that? Yeah, sounds good. All right, man. 75 is the number and the score here. All right, man. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Cardinals to win this game, man. I'm going to say 23... 
16. Okay. All right, man, going on to the Redskins, traveling across country to, to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks, that Legion of Boom is just a bunch of Legion of crap at this point, man. That, that Legion of Boom is done. That's over with. Do you think uh, Seattle defense plays better this week, though, than last week? Yeah, I do. Obviously. No, I that's a dumb question. Obviously, I don't think they're going to give them 40 oh, well, points again. Yes, I don't think they're going to replicate what they did last week. That was just awful for the most part, aside from that Earl Thomas touchdown. Uh, I do think Baldwin leads the receiver group this week. I think he has the best game of the receivers. I do think he's a wide receiver one this week. I think Russell Wilson's a uh, quarterback one this week. I do believe don't play any Seattle's running back. Oh, really, man? Really? I got to hit it. Challenge flag. I, I will bet you Tyler Lockett finishes with more fantasy points in PPR than Doug Baldwin. Okay. All right, man. Uh, yeah, I just think Norman's going to be on. On Baldwin in this one. And I like Lockett, man. I think he's really going to be picking up steam going forward, like I mentioned uh, the other day. Baldwin likes to play a slot a lot, and Lockett doesn't line or uh, Norman doesn't line up in the slot. Eh, it don't matter to me. Okay, <laughs> you'll like see it. it. Uh, what about, let's start with the Redskins real quick, man. Kirk Cousins over under quarterback seven for the week. Under. Like he finishes lower than. You, you think he's going to finish higher, you mean? Like top five, top six? No, no, he finishes lower lower than seven. Is he top ten quarterback this week? Yeah. Okay. So you got him uh, somewhere between eight through ten, huh? All right. Uh, I'm going to say Kirk Cousins is a top seven. I'm going to say he's going to be right number six. And what about uh, anybody in that running game you said no? Nobody, no Rob Kelly, no uh, Samaj yeah, P. Ryan. Yeah, I think you, you, Chris play Thompson, Chris. you have to play Chris Thompson if you have him. Yeah, you, you do right now, I suppose. I don't think he PPR. does his – I think this is going to be his one of his lower scoring. Ga- well, this is going to be his second lowest scoring game because all the other ones. Well, that's a pretty easy statement because for Thompson. Yeah, he's played really well this year. I think he's going. To I do think okay. Chris Thompson has less than seventy-five yards total. Hmm. And no touchdown. I agree on the touchdown. I'll t- I'll challenge you on the seventy-five yards if you want to do that, man. I'll challenge you on that. Challenge flag. What do you think, man? You want to do that? 75 yards over under? Yeah, I'll do that. All right, we'll, put it, we'll keep it right at 75 there. All right, man. And what I about do like receivers? Vernon Davis this week. Yep, same here. What about the receivers and tight ends? Who do you, uh, you like Vernon Davis? Who else you like? Anybody else? It's about all. Vernon Davis, tight end one this week? Yeah. Yep, I got him top six. Top six tight end. Got okay, him and Cousins both number six this week for their nice. positions. Uh, yeah, the not big on any of the receivers. I see them all spread. I don't think any of the receivers has more than seventy yards. I think Crowder is a good shot to to be a throw in as a wide receiver three or in your flex. And I wouldn't count on him, you know, re- re- replicating what he did last week as well. But I think he's gonna. I think he's starting to turn a corner, man. I think he's still gonna put up. I'm gonna say at least around ten points for you as a wide receiver three, and give me. Uh, the Seattle side of the oh, ball. Oh, Crowder, yeah. 10 points in PPR? No, I, I would say he's got 14 to 15. Okay, so you do like him then. You think he's start worthy then? Receiver three. Yeah, so we got like seven for 70? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think worst case scenario is like five for 50. I think worst case for him. I think he's, that's his floor for this week. All right, man, how about the Seahawks side of the ball, man? Russell Wilson. I already know. I already talked about those guys. I know, but give me a give me a stat a stat projection for Russell Wilson though. What do you think he's going to finish with, passing wise? Russell Wilson, 
Mm-hmm. I think he puts up over 30 points this week. Over 30? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Two touchdowns, 300 yards, 40 rushing. Add it up. I got a 30. I gotta, I gotta Challenge play. flag. I, I can't go with 30 points. I, I think he's going to finish around 27. That's three-point difference. You can't really – that's not a big challenge. I'll nix that one there because I don't, I don't think – I mean, it's pretty close, but I don't think he's going to get 30. All right, man, let's go to uh, the scores here in this one, man. Seattle's favored by seven in this one. Who you like? I'll take Washington with the points. Okay. What's the score, you think? Uh, 27-24. Okay. All right, I'm going to take Seattle at home. And I'm going to say 31-27. I think it's going to be pretty close. Yeah, so we got yeah. we both got Washington with the points. Yep. Moving on to the Chiefs traveling to Dallas, take on the Cowboys. Cowboys are underdogs in this one by one point. Jeff, who do you like on Kansas City real quick? Um, Kelsey. I think Kareem Hunt has one of the earlier games like he has in the year. I think – how about this? Let's just go over or under 125 total yards with a touchdown cream hunt. I'm going under. I'm going over. Uh, Alex Smith, over under 250 passing and two TDs. Ooh. I'm going to go. Hmm. I guess no, I'll go, how about 275, I'll go 275 passing. Okay, I'll go under that. I'll, go, I'll say he's going to finish about 260, two touchdowns. Kelsey, over or under 100 yards receiving and a touchdown? Under. Okay, I'm going to pick over for Kelsey. You're going over for Kelsey? I'm going to pick Hunt over the 125 and a touchdown. And I'm going to pick Alex Smith right around there. I'm going to go over with Alex Smith with both of them. I think it's going to be a tough game. for. No, I think Alex Smith has two touchdowns, but he goes over 275 passing. Okay. How about the Dallas side of the ball, man? Well, Tyreek Hill, I, I, I think Tyreek oh, Hill has around 12 to 14 fantasy points in PPR. I think Tyreek Hill finds the end zone. Okay, I'm just saying, yeah, 12 to 14. Yeah, PPR. yeah, I'd say right around there, 12 to 14 points. What Dallas, about Dallas side of the I ball, like man? Dak to have a nice game, to throw in the ball. Over or under 25 points for Dak this week for you? I'm going to go under. I'm going to say right around 23. I'm gonna go twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna go over twenty-five. Des Bryant over under eighteen points this week. PPR. Yeah. Uh, um. Hmm. I'm gonna go over. I think he finds the end zone. I think he's gonna go. Yeah, I think he's gonna go over too. I think he's gonna go just over. I think he's gonna go for about seven. I think he's gonna go about nineteen points. Seven sixty and a touchdown. All. How about this? Which running back do you start this week for Dallas? The safest pick to me is Alfred Morris, but I like to I like to go bold, man. I'm gonna go Rod Smith this week. I'm I don't feel comfortable starting any running back this week. I, I want to see the way the so. game plays out. I know six teams are on a bye. You got I think you got to go somewhere else with a safer bet because I I don't feel comfortable playing any of those guys. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I agree. I hear you. Because you could see Morris get. 10 cat touches for 40, 50 yards. Well, Morris is going to get the first crack. I think we yeah, know Yeah, I that. know. That's what I'm saying. 10, yeah. 10 rushes, 40, 50 yards, and you see Rod Smith 
eight touches for 60 yards, and you see McFadden three touches for 20 and five catches for 20. So it's I think it's going to be too hard. I think they're going to play it out. What about Witten this week? How do you feel about him? Uh, PPR, I think he's going to get you probably 10 points. I could see like uh, six I think catches, he gets, I feel yards. like he finds the end zone this week. You think he finds the end zone? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, okay. And who do you got winning this one, Jeff? We're actually picking the Cowboys with the upset. Same here. What's the score? Um, let's go 23-17. I like it, man. I'm going 23-20 Dallas. All right, moving on to your boys, the Dolphins hosting the Raiders. Dolphins, yeah, great Sunday night game. Three. I'll be there boozing um, it up. Yeah, yep. Dolphins are underdog at, underdogs at home, man. How do you feel about that? Feel pretty confident about yeah. being underdogs. I think we got a lot of upsets going this week, man. Um, let's start with Oakland real quick. Who do you like in Oakland this week? None of their running backs. It's crazy. It sounds the Dolphins are top five rush defense in rush defense. I mean, Oakland has no good running backs. So let's just make that Yeah, clear. let's just go that way. I think Carr does have a decent day. I think Cooper and Crabtree both play pretty good. Still running that Cooper train, huh? Yeah, I don't think the oh. Dolphins can cover a tight end. Yeah, yeah. Really? So Cook could have a decent day? Okay, how about this? I'm going to put Cooper has the better day of the two receivers. I disagree. I think if you have – I think you start all three of those guys, Cook, Cooper, Crabtree. Challenge flag. I would challenge you that my, uh, Michael Crabtree has a much better game. I bet Michael Crabtree finishes with at least at least five more points more than Amari Cooper this week. Oh, that's not nothing. What, like if, what, if, Crabtree. what if Crabtree catches eight catches for 100 yards and a TD and the Cooper catches two catches for 80 yards and a TD? There's your five-point difference, and they're both having the 20s. See what I'm saying? You accepting that or no? Five points, is, that's, that's, I think that's an irrelevant bet. Well, you, you don't. Some, you, you like give Cooper me more than that. Hold up, hold up. You like Cooper better than Crabtree, right? Yeah. This week. So if I'm giving you a five points, okay, cushion, I'll take the five points. I was going to say, man, I'm just like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's a hell of a bet for you. But what if one guy finishes twenty six, other guy finishes twenty one? It's, it's it's a you both. You wish you started both in PPR. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter because you think Cooper's going to finish ahead of Crabtree anyway. So yeah, why would it matter how many points ahead? I think Cooper does has a better day. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Getting technical, man. Um, as far as Derek Carr, yeah, I think Derek Carr is going to be a quarterback. I have a quarterback nine right now. I think he's going to probably throw about two touchdown passes. I think it gets uh, close to 300 yards. I uh, don't like any of the running backs, just like you. I agree with you there. And we already hit on Crabtree and uh, Cooper. And as far as Jared Cook, man, I'm not playing him this week. It's just too inconsistent for me. I like other tight end options out there. If I own Jared Cook, I'm streaming tight end. I'm not playing him every week. How about the Dolphins side of the ball, Jeff? Jay Cutler's possibly returning. It looks like he's going to. Oh, he's returning. Yeah, what do you think about that? He already uh, said he's returning. After that. After Thursday night, they said he's playing. Give me some uh, Dolphin stuff. Give me some Dolphins lines here. Landry, I like him this week. I think he's going to be a top 10 PPR guy. And I think a... Uh, High upside, huge reward guy this week could be Kenyon Drake. What do you think about that? You know, I'm trying to gauge Kenyon Drake. I do like him better better than Damian Williams, even though some forecasters out there are saying the opposite. I just don't know. Like you were about the Dallas Cowboys backfield situation. I kind of want to take that approach with the Miami Dolphins backfield situation because I like Kenyon Drake's talent. 
And with the with the six teams on by again this week, I guess you I would throw him in there and you know, I just wouldn't feel the great great about it because I don't know what to expect from him because we really haven't seen him play that much. But yeah, I uh I think I can Kenyon say Drake, this. Kenyon Drake was a starter at Alabama, and then once he broke his leg, that's when Derrick Henry came into play. That's all I gotta say. All I gotta say is TJ Yeldon was a starter starter at Alabama, and how's he doing? Different scenario. <laughs> Still starting running back in Alabama. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kenyon Drake is gonna go for about I'd say 70 yards on the ground. I think he does find the end zone. I think Drake goes over 100 and touchdown. I think he gets one big break off run. Yeah, yeah. I he think can he's catch get, the ball really well, too. I think he's going to be a 16, 17 point back in PPR. So you look at RB2. But I don't feel good about it. But I don't feel good about okay. it. I'm hopeful. But you like the statement how I said he's a huge reward guy. Yes. If, if I had to pick reward. between the two running backs, too, I'm definitely going Kenyon Drake over Damian Williams. I don't think it's that close. But with six teams on by this week, you're talking about Gordon's on by, Bell's on by, like high-profile yeah, names right. like that. You feel comfortable playing Drake this week? Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. I would, I should say. Um, I was just thinking about it from my own personal perspective because I have some other running backs that are probably going to outperform him. But, yeah, as a whole, from a fantasy viewpoint here, yeah, I think you, you got to yeah, like play Landry, Drake. He's the best receiver this week for – or do you think Parker does something with his comeback? I – I don't agree with Landry being a top 10 wide receiver this week. I do agree that he's going to be the best receiver for the Dolphins this week. I think he's going to get you probably about 16 points. And I kind of like Kenny Stills ahead of Devontae Parker, man. I don't care that Parker's coming back. Like I've said before, I think he's kind of a puss. I'm not expecting much from Parker this week, man. How about you? I don't know. I have to see how he plays. Like, I don't know if the game feed is the percentage he's going to play. Yeah. I think the only guy I play this week for Miami is Landry for receiver. I play stills this week. Okay, I'll challenge. Yeah. Uh, nothing to challenge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be great, but I think he's gonna be a decent wide receiver three. Uh, unless you want to bet he's gonna finish top thirty in uh, in uh, PPR this week. No, that's probably probably finish. You can finish probably thirty with just one touchdown. I'm gonna catch. That'll be a top thirty guy. Yeah, true. All right, man. Who you got in this game? You got Miami. What's the score? I'm actually gonna take the Raiders twenty four ten. Oh, damn. You're not giving your uh, Dolphins any love there, huh? No, I just don't think they... uh... Listen, if the Dolphins win, I'm glad my prediction was wrong, but I just just don't know, man. I want to see how the locker room reacts with the Jai trade. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go... I'm taking the Dolphins to win this one, man. Taking the Dolphins at home. Thank you. And, yeah, I think it's going to be... I'm going to say... 24-21. 24-21. How about that? Sounds good. Thank you. All right, man. Yeah, moving on. I'll let you know when we do, uh, on Monday when we do our cast, how it was. The game? Yeah, man. Monday morning, let me know how that game was, man. I'm sure it's going to be crazy down there. You got the Black Hole fans that travel pretty well over there. Yeah. All right, man. Moving on to the Monday night game. You've got the Detroit Lions traveling to the Green Bay Packers. Packers are two and a half point underdogs at home. Jeff, real quick, who do you like on the Lions side of the ball? Lions? I like Stafford, Tate, and Jones this week. I think Tate, another week, healed, so I think his shoulder's probably almost good to go. So I'm going to take Tate with over 80 yards, eight catches, and a touchdown. I like it. I like. I think Tate Marvin right Jones has a step back from what he did last week, which is an easy statement to say because he had a huge week last week. So I like Jones for five catches, 80 yards on this one. Okay, I can get mm-hmm. behind that. And uh, 
What about the running backs? I think you have to, man. You have to run Amir Abdullah more. He I think sucks, this, man. I think that's the week they might start running him more. I think he's still garbage. Um, I don't play. I don't feel comfortable playing either running back. Oh, that's, hell no. Mm-mm. I think Stafford has a really nice game. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Stafford's going to be he, If uh, you ever noticed, like, primetime games, he plays really well. Like, last week, I know they lost the game. Mm-hmm. But he threw for 400 yards. He just didn't get a touchdown because a couple of the drops in the end zones. But if he got a touchdown or something like that, he would have been a top four guy. He yeah. threw for he, no interceptions. He, he's on target with everything. Kind of hurt him on that last drive when Tate fumbled. But I think I think uh, I think Stafford is a top five, top eight guy this week. Top eight. Let me go top eight. Okay. Yep. I agree. I agree. Who do you like better, Cam Newton or Stafford? Stafford. You want to challenge that one? No, nah, I'm just debating. I have Stafford because okay. I had Cam. I picked up Stafford this yeah, week. I like I mean. how you do your lineup questions on the preview show. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just curious. Uh, no. All right, man. What about Green Bay side of the ball? Well, real quick. Are you starting Detroit's defense this week? No, because I think uh, Brett Hundley is a better football player than what he showed because I watched him a lot when he was at uh, UCLA. So I think he's a better player than what it showed. I think just a short week and he wasn't prepared. I can't say he wasn't prepared. He just wasn't. Ready. He wasn't ready. Yeah. Wasn't game ready. I think he's completely. I think every NFL player is prepared to play, but they're just not. He wasn't aware of the whole thing was going to happen. I actually do think he has a decent game this week. I think they're going to let him play. If they let him play the style, he's like a kind of like a Deshaun Watson kind of style player scrambler. Let him do his game like that. Mm-hmm. I think they need to do that. They can't just let him do the eight and ten yard dunks. He's not that kind of a player. You need to let. He's not an Aaron Rodgers who does the eight ten yard passes and hits a fifty yard bomb. Let him play his style. You have to, because they have decent running backs with Montgomery catching and Jones running. You know what I mean. So let him play his style. So I don't. I don't feel comfortable playing the Lions defense this week. Don't be surprised if if the Packers can hang twenty points on them. I think Hunley has a huge difference from this first game. I think he plays so much better. I think Jordy has a better game. I put Jordy at eight for eighty. I don't think he finds the end zone. I think Adams finds the end zone for uh, five for sixteen to touchdown. I, I like uh, I like Jones this week though. I like Jones as well. I think Aaron Jones goes over 100 yards on the ground, and I think he's going to get two touchdowns, man. What about Brett Hundley? Do you think over or under 15 points for Brett Hundley? I would go over 15 points. How many points do you think for Brett Hundley this week? 22. I think he's wow. going to get about 40, 50 yards rushing. So right there, that, that puts him ahead of the game. He throws a touchdown over 200 yards right there. You're, you're good to go. So you see like a Tebow-esque game from back in the day. Yeah, uh, but a lot better release. Yeah, yeah, right. Hunley's talented. He's been behind Rodgers for a couple of years. They know what they, I think he's going to be good. I agree with you on the Jordan Nelson, too. Eight for 80 sounds pretty good to me. Uh, I agree. I don't think he finds the end zone. Man, Brett Hunley, uh, I want to say he's going to finish the day with 17 fantasy points. I think some of the rushing yards, I think he could possibly get a rushing touchdown on this one. I don't think he's going to throw one, that's for sure. Martellus Bennett wants to retire, so I'm not playing him at I all. I just think that bye week they had came at the perfect timing for them guys. He's had a, yeah. he's had like fifteen days off. To, yeah, to get ready. That's, that's wasn't true. it a Thursday game they played last? Or no, I don't I remember either. Sunday but I think he had he has game. plenty of rest Sunday. time. I think I think he. It was against Minnesota, wasn't it? Yeah, I think if yeah. you have a quarterback situation, you're kind of nervous, and then you have an open roster spot. It's worth just picking him up Monday to see how your players do. If there's someone you can drop on from Sunday and picking up Monday night. Yeah. Just to just to take a flyer to see in case he does do great, then you already have him. You don't got to worry about a waiver wire. Ad. He, get behind yeah, that. I can get behind it. I, I wouldn't add him, but um, no, I, I can. I can. No, see I'm saying if you have that. a guy 
No, I got you. And someone gets hurt or they just underperform and you're done with them and you have a roster spot and you have a QB still that's going to have a bye, but you don't have a QB you, and you would drop that guy to pick up Hundley just to see how he does so you don't have to worry about a waiver wire ad. Yeah, I could see people doing that, I suppose. What about the well, Devontae Adams real quick? I didn't get on him. And I think Devontae Adams is going to be – I think he's going to get probably five catches, 50 yards, 10 points PPR. I don't think he finds the end zone on this one. I know you think he does. Give me a final score on this one, Jeff. I think it's going to be – I don't know why I keep leaning towards the Packers. I just feel like they're going to win this week. I don't know. 24-20 Packers. I just I just feel really weird, but I'm going to have to go to the Packers, 24-20. Okay. I'm going to have to agree with you, man. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to win this one as well. And I just I'm going to feel say, like McCarthy is such a great coach with game planning, and he's had such a long time to plan. And he's so much game film on Detroit now, and they've watched them. They were both off probably Monday night last week or whatever, Sunday night. I'm sure they were together, and they watched them play, and they watched mm-hmm. what Big Ben does. And I just think they can do this. I think they have the talented receivers where they can just isolate how, they, how Big Ben did, and Hundley can make those throws all day long. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely hear you, man. I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be Green Bay 26 and Lions 24. I just say this has no fantasy value, but if the Packers are around in week 14 and they have a chance and they're right there in the mix of wild card or making the playoffs, those people better be worried because Rodgers will come back in week 14. And if he comes back and the Packers are right there on the playoff inch and, and their team's healthy like this, they're, they're going to – because they'll have their offensive line back and their, their defensive guys will be all healthy if they stay healthy like this. That'll be mm-hmm. a scary team. You know what I mean? You get behind that? I can get behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's not fantasy, but I'm just saying football perspective. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. I definitely hear you on that. So and what's your final score prediction? 26-24. Nice. So like, I think we had some great previews. You know, I feel like we probably missed on a couple. We're gonna People are going to ride our ass like we usually get ridden for some of the bad calls we make. But everybody makes bad calls. But we've had better calls than bad. Oh, we've only had a few here and there, but the people love the calls we make. So let's, uh, you want to hit our five bold predictions right now? Fire up the prediction machine. All right, Jeff, five bold predictions, man. Go for it. These are bold. Some big waves here. Fournette rushes for over 182 TDs. Okay. Winston over 350 and three TDs in New Orleans against a good defense. How about this? Dak Prescott rushes more than the three running backs combined. How do you like that one? Damn. Crabtree and Cooper both go over 100 yard and a TD apiece. And this one you're going to love. It totally counteracts the prediction I just had. <laughs> Stafford throws for over 404 TDs. <laughs> That's bold. Oh. I brought the bold ones out today. That is bold, man. That is bold. Uh, I got some bold ones here for you, man. Let me start off first with Number one here, Rod Smith goes over 100 rushing yards and finds the end zone. Number two, Drew Brees goes over 350 yards passing and three touchdowns this week. And I'm going to go number three, Julio Jones, over nine catches, 150 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Brissett will have more fantasy points than Deshaun Watson. Aaron Jones goes over 150 yards and two touchdowns for the Packers. I like that. Very nice. Yep. All right, Jeff, man. It's time we got here for today. For those who want to hear our mailbag questions, some of our daily plays of the week, and our midseason awards, buzz, projections, and what have you, listen to yesterday's show if you haven't already. And, Jeff, man, anything you want to throw in there before we get out? 
no, man. Let's uh, hopefully the Dolphins can pull through this quicker, like you said. But I'm um, excited. A lot of good games this week coming up. Absolutely, man. All right, man. Till next time, man. We'll see you Monday for the Week Nine Recap Show. We're gonna get some waiver wire targets there for you as well. Good luck to everyone in fantasy this week. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios.